Hello, everybody from around the world. You're listening to My Independence Report. This particular episode features Dolly May. Dolly is a consciousness consultant, a psychic, and is really gifted at what she does and, and can talk to you about things in your life that she can help you get better. We talked to some listeners and have a really good time during this episode, so I hope you'll stay for the entire thing. And also remember to follow us on Podbean so that you get updates as to when new uh, episodes come out. And also, you're also always welcome to email me at kmradio.comcast.net. And with that, we're going to start the show right now. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Welcome back to the second hour of Positive Talk Radio. Dolly May is here. She's going to be with us for the whole hour. Dolly, how are you? I'm wonderful. You are delightful, too. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And uh, you can give her a call, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And uh, it's also Eric's birthday, so you can give him a call and we can wish him a happy birthday. D-wonderful. (laughs) D-wonderful. The birthday boy. He the birthday boy ain't de happy about it. <laughs> should we uh, continue taking calls? Yeah, I think we should. All right, let's go ahead and talk to Kay and Burian. Hi, Kay. Hi. What's your question? Um, my question is for the last. I, I'm typically a very positive person. Well, thank always, you for that. Yeah, always busy, always joyful. You know, um, but the last couple of years, I've had some real challenges. Right. And I can't seem to get my joy back. And I'm thinking it might have to do with I don't have a man around, or I'm not sure what. And how long is this going to go on? (laughs) Until you stop it. Pardon me? Until you stop it. You are on the verge of breaking into a yummy, happy joy. Your only thing that you are in charge of changing in order to shift this, and this can be done very shortly, is shift your focus. You are focusing on the junk that's been going on in your life. There's been a lot of it, granted, but it is past. You have little hanger-on parts that aren't finished up. Okay, fine. Everybody's got some of that stuff, and and yours is uh, better than most and worse than some. So you get to choose what you want to focus on, and you, you get to shift. Because here's the, the, the big truth in life, a big world, uh, not a world, what's a universal law. What you focus on, you get more of. Yes, but how do, am I going to know what to focus on? I'm having a hard time figuring that out. Oh, how about love? <laughs> well, I know that's the top of the list. How about joy? Those are the only two that you would ever need to create focus on because if you are being the experience of love, not not focusing on loving or being loved, like as in a relationship, as in I can't have love in my life until there's a man around. So you've given away your power. You've given away your ability to create love yourself. 
and you're expecting someone to fill in the blank and make life okay for you. In other words, you have created victimhood thinking and a victimhood experience in your life. Now, that's okay. It serves you somehow, and maybe that's the place from which you're going to create a mate, and then you're going to get a mate that's a rescuer, and you're always going to be playing the victim role. Now, in the long run, that's not going to serve you. Certainly not terribly well, but it could serve you. But you have much more potential than that. What's your middle name? What what is your middle name? What is my middle name? Uh June. June, okay. See, you are a a person that loves to be around the house and loves to be creative. You're highly um, motivated in those areas and those arenas. And so, of course, you would love to be doing it for someone because you do relationships and that's what you like. Um, so I'd say would say you're skilled in relationships. You get to choose what to focus on. If you're here's how you do it. Okay, here's the absolute how to do it. Every half hour or hour of your life, you can even do this every 20 minutes. You literally stop and ask yourself, what am I thinking and what am I feeling? And you will realize how much of the times when you do this that you're focused on something negative or unhappy or unfulfilled or lacking. So you're giving energy and focus to lack. If you then in that moment say, okay, I caught it, I see what I'm doing, and choose to be the experience of feeling joy or love, one of the two. And so what you do is you recall times that you felt joy or love, and you recall the image, the memory, the whole experience of it, and then feel it. Just get caught up in the whole thing again. And you do that for 17 seconds, you shift your auric field. You literally shift the electrical energy around your physical body. When you do it for longer than 17 seconds, you shift to the extent that you become magnetic to that emotion. So you will become magnetic to joy or love. Then your life starts shifting incredibly because you have made yourself magnetic to depression, unhappiness, and victimhood. Do you see? I do. You are an extraordinary creator. Create what you'd prefer. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day. You do the name thing. How do you do the name thing? Because somebody says your name. Well, it's based on numerology, but then there's many other parts of it. Um, how, How will I show you how I do this so people can get it? The first letter of the name, no, if you know numerology, you uh, every letter has a numerical value, okay. one through nine. And there's th- A through I is one through nine. J through, what's that, something else, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know them that way, is one through nine. And then... Um, the last seven letters are, are, you know, one through seven. There's no eight or nine because there's only 26 letters in the alphabet. Right. So, or last one. Ugh, I got my numbers off because I, I wasn't prepared to do this. So I'm getting it from out of my head. So each layer of numbers is levels of sophistication. So I should just draw this out for myself. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. That's one through nine. And so that's level one. So that's very self-oriented. And then J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R is the second level. And that's very balanced as opposed to just being the I world, me, self. And then 
S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z is a third level, and that's an incredibly sophisticated level of experiencing. Now, it doesn't mean that if you're in the the first level, let's say your name begins with A. It means that you are very focused on self. You are very aware of how self operates, and self gets put out there first. Okay. And it doesn't mean that you're a show-off. It just means that you, you have this consciousness that you carry about self with you. Now, the same is true if your letter... If your name, first letter begins with S, but it's on a more sophisticated level. You're more operating on a, a larger perspective of, of self has, is pushed to a larger perspective. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Okay. And each letter moves that way. So what would my letter or name be? Okay. Kevin. K-E-V-I-N. First of all, K and V are the two letters of mastery in the alphabet. K is an 11, and V is a 22. Those are mastery numbers. Okay. So usually people with Ks and Vs as the beginning letter of their name have some potential for mastery. Kevins usually reach peak mastery, because I've been doing this a long time. I, I'm kind of like grouping this stuff. Kevins usually reach peak mastery somewhere in their between their late 30s and early 40s. So they're like late bloomers. It doesn't mean that they weren't good before. It means that there's a fullness that happens, and they really come to an awareness of who they are. Also, since K and Vs are... Um, a V is a a four, and a K is a two. A K has levels of codependency in it. So what does that mean? It means that you love being in relationship. Okay, that's yeah. that's really healthy. Yeah. And, but you need to be mated. It's almost like a need to be mated. A need to be in relationship somehow. Ah. So like many times, let's take a, the name Karen. Many Karens are in management positions in at work. My sister is a manager at work. There, there you go. Her name is Karen. There you go. And, and the reason is they have a need to be in relationship too. So they do management stuff well. And they're usually very intelligent. And their, their codependency shows up in taking on everybody in the staff, everybody that works for them, taking on all their personal problems and filling in so that almost like rescuing everybody. Good Lord. That like describes her to a T. Yeah. And it, it can be a great thing and then it can be carried to an extreme and you have to create a balance in it. And that, if you know that information going in, then you can help yourself create that balance. Absolutely. Because every name, every letter, everything has gifts and challenges. Perfect. Well, you know what? We need to take a break. And when we come back, let's do Eric's name for fun, shall we? Or the caller. Or the caller who's coming right up. We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for calling. Thank you for... Watching? I'm telling you what. (laughs) It's really a psychic show they're watching. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. I have to tell you. Um, and it's not often that this happens, but but when we have an extraordinary guest who's in studio, and uh, I have uh, a, a wonderful group of people that who work with me here for Positive Talk Radio, and 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 Brooke and Kristen and Nicole are all here because it's Eric's birthday, and and Brooke baked him a cake, and we're having fun, and but you're here, and so during the commercial breaks, they keep on coming in. Do me? What's my name mean? What 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 numbers? What's my birthday? So they're you know it's it's really is a lot of fun. So that threw me off. Okay, there's just. <laughs> 
was too much activity for me. It threw me off. So it's great for me because when you start working in psychic and you start really getting the stuff flowing, yes. the 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 faster it comes, the easier it is. Absolutely. And it just doesn't matter. Oh boy. And you're re- really good because you just nailed Kristen to a T. So we nailed should keep it, it going then. We we really should. Keep it going. First yeah. of all, how do we get a hold of Dolly May? You can call Do me that. on my cell phone at 206-992-2074 or my website, www.dollymay.com. And let's talk to Kat in Seattle. Kat? Hi, Kat. Hi, Dolly. Hey, see, listen, um, I'm very interested in having my name done, but I have a question for you. Go ahead. What, what if someone changes their name from their birth name? That's a good question. And here's... What happens? It takes. It used to take seven years to move into the vibration of that name. You know, like when you got married, it was a seven-year itch because you were adding a whole different energy to you. And if it didn't sync, if it didn't work, sync, S-Y-N-C. <laughs> if it didn't work and connect with you, that was why you split up after about seven years. And it's interesting that you will note divorces happen usually in seven-year cycles of marriage. Sure. So... If it, but now I'm sensing that it takes about three and a half to four years to move into a first name change or any kind of name change. So that when you're born, let's say your name, well, my, my name was Dorothy. And no one ever, ever called me that. So I've always been called Dolly. So my birth name doesn't really mean a lot. It holds a certain energy and space. It's usually the name of a psychic, by the way. And um, so so is Dolly. And so uh, the name changed a, a little, a lo- lots of the energy changed because it did, because it will change. So if you were born like Kathleen or Catherine, and your name is Cat, then um, you, you have changed a lot of the energy if you are constantly and only called Cat. Okay, what about the middle name? It, it's a modifier to the first name, like an adjective. So it's kind of like saying... Um, uh, well, Dolly May. When I started using May, because it, it is my uh, my real name, but it's my middle name. When I started using it, instead of just the initial M, it has two more vowels in it. And I added a, a huge, a larger amount of emotional availability because vowels are your emotional availability and consonants are the solid part of you that frames things and doesn't let yourself go all emotional. That is why Hawaiian names and Hawaiian people are so emotional, all the vowels. Oh, interesting. This is so interesting. Yeah, it's not the only reason, but it is a, a huge representation of it. So you changed your name, obviously, from birth. Have you, have you got a second question? Uh, no, basically that was it. But see, I've changed, I have changed my name from birth, and I, I, I did it more than four years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't use my middle name much at all. Right, so it isn't much of a modifier if you don't really ever use it. But the first initial will be because you probably use it. I do. Yeah, so that initial will tell me things. Because if every Bob isn't like every other Bob, I mean, that's a very common name. I've got to have the middle name. But if I'm really clicking and, um, you know, been doing a few readings, then I'll get the Bob energy for that specific Bob. But they do have certain traits. What if your name is Catherine and you call yourself Cat with a C? Does that change anything? Yes, if you're writing it with a C all the time, it changes some of it, but mostly it goes by sound, because I can do this in any country, any language. Wow. And it's by sound, mostly. 
Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's a fascinating um, way to do it. Kat, thank you so much for calling. Oh, well, can she do my name? She, she sure, she can. sure okay. can. Okay, but I'm a K. I'm a K-A-T. Yeah, I wrote it that way. Um, so again, the sophistication of, of uh, codependency, so you kind of keep it in balance, but there's a need to be in relationship. And then um, the A in the middle is your only vowel, and it says, I am. I am. Present, centered, and I understand who I am. And the T is also a, a two, and it's a level of, again, codependency. So, or connection, uh, a dual, duality, relationship kind of a letter. So, uh, for you, having the A as your only names and, and the A being in the center is how you operate from your center. And everybody's first name, the, the letter that's in the middle of the first name, is how you operate from that center. And um, framed by the two twos says, I love being in a relationship and I'm still going to keep my own identity. Oh, that's great. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Kat. Okay. Have a great day. And hey, by the eat way. Eat some cake for me, okay? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I. favorite dessert. <laughs> I'm full, I have to tell you. But the cake was wonderful. If you'd like to give us a call, you can, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Now, when we talk about numerology and we talk about names, mm-hmm. and you also talk about birth dates, are those two different things or are they related? Well, they're related simply because it's numbers. But you numerology, when you do it, it takes a little while to do it. I can't sit here just and, and do some, I can do somebody's whole name, but it would take too long and, it, and the show wouldn't flow that way. But um, so, but I only use first names anyway. So there's many ways they achieve um, soul path, life path, uh, challenges, gifts, all sorts of things when you do numerology. But I just do a quick accounting uh, of it by taking your birthday, month, and year. And anybody can do this. You take the day, month, and year, add them together, and then add up those numbers that, like, somebody may add up to... Uh, uh, well, here, do mine real quick. Okay, what is it? 9-11-57. So you add those three together, and you get 7, carry 1, 5, 6, 7, 9. You get 1977. Yes, 1977. And then when you're doing numerology, a 9 cancels itself out because it's just a repeater number unless you've got a master number, and it's adding up to 11. So the 7 and the 7 is 14, and the 1 is 15, and then you add the one and the five together, and that's a six. So your life path is a six. You keep adding numbers and reducing them. Very good. And uh, so if it's so if it's a six, what does that mean? A six means um, partnershiping. It's a harmonic balance of you know the star of David pattern that's been in the sky. Yes. The big harmonic. A big one. Thingy that's going on. Yes. Okay. It's a Star of David pattern. A Star of David pattern is a six, meaning you have a triangle that whose point goes to the top, and then you on top of it, you have a triangle whose points goes to the bottom. It's uh-huh. the Star of David, the Hebrew symbol. And what it what it means is a complete balance. And this, this is an extraordinary symbol, by the way, because yes. that... That triangle that points to the top isn't. These are old alchemical symbols that are coming together. I mean, thousands of years old. That's the symbol for fire. When you have um, a triangle whose point goes to the bottom, that's the symbol for uh, female and water. 
And so you have, and the, and the fire symbol is male. So it's male and fire, female and water. When you draw a line across the center of them, you have fire and air. And then across the female one, it's female, earth, water, and earth. So you have, when you put the two of them together and they do cross like that, it's earth, air, water, and fire. Sounds like a rock group. Hey, that's a good name. And, um, and male and female. And then usually uh, there'd be a, a dot in the center and or a circle around it, and that's God. So you have all of creation. That's a six? That's a six. Wow. I know. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it is. Hi, Eric, do we have somebody on the line? We've got Sterling and Kirkland. Ah, Sterling, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Fine. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Spell, spell your name, Sterling. S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G. Wow, I only know one other Sterling. Wow. Yeah, what's your middle name? I don't, uh, well, actually, I do, I started to say I don't have one. I do have one um, now, and uh, my middle name is Elizabeth. Okay. So Although what, I don't use it at all. Right, good. Yeah, it's a completely different energy from Sterling. Okay, what's your, what's your question? Well, it, uh, Sterling is a name that was um, given to me many, many years ago. It is not my birth name, but I've had Sterling probably about half my life, and I'm 44. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, you may have addressed this already. I just turned the radio station on uh, not too long ago. But um, So when you change your name, what's the difference between your birth name energy and a, a name that you, that you uh, take on? Your birth name energy recedes very much into the background. Okay. Very yeah. much. You may because have you may have said, "Look, I don't even want to deal with the challenges, or I've overcome those challenges at an early time. I'm, they're not going to be part of my life this time." And you set it aside, and you take on a whole different dynamic when you change that name. Well, I haven't seen my my uh, natural mother and that side of the family for about twenty years, and I'm going to be taking a trip out there to see them. Have you been dealing with your spiritual abilities? Yes. Because they're extraordinary. Yes. <laughs> if you're not studying with a master, you should be. Yeah. Well, I, that sounds like a yeah. I know I should be, but I'm not. Well, you're scared of them. Yeah. Okay, with reason, because specifically with this name, that's why I said I've only ever dealt with this name one other time, but quite extensively. Mm-hmm. You have a tendency. Your first. What was your first birth name? Cynthia. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you got all those dad issues. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, time. It's, it's time for you to get in touch with this on a very focused way. Your path is much more dynamic than you are aware of with your spirituality. The thing that scares you is that it would overwhelm you and that you would have a choice of putting out the fire with either alcoholism or drugs to keep it under control. <laughs> You know, it's, that's interesting that you say that because life uh, just dumped me into a whole new way of being uh, last July. I'm actually on a on a. Oh, the only thing I have in my life now is my art and my spirituality. I mean, I'm not working. I'm Good. not doing anything else. I'm just working on my uh, spiritual path and my my art. I sculpt and I paint and stay there. Yeah. Stay there and, and, and don't get into anything that is in any kind of an addictive behavior because mm-hmm. you need to put the energy into the spiritual side of you and develop it. 
and you need to be alone a lot. You need to yeah. do a lot of focused meditation, follow a teaching or none. It doesn't matter, but you need to be going inside a lot. Um, I study Native American um I knew. Teaching. I know. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who Rolling Thunder is? Rolling Thunder. I think I've heard of that uh, person. Rolling Thunder. It sounds very familiar. Okay. Um, as long as you're in the native path, you're really, really, really on your t- particular track. So mm-hmm. pursue it. Um, travel if you have to. Um, take your art. Um, your art will start selling and be able to support you to some degree, but your, your art pieces are too big right now. Make smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay, and then you'll be able to sell them, and you can help support yourself. Even if you set up at fairs or whatever, you'll be draw- you have an energy that will draw people to you. You need a drum if you don't have one. Oh, I've got about four. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay, yeah, make sure you drum a lot. It's your energy. Okay. Okay. Can I ask you one more? Sure I know can. Spent some time. Okay. Um, my my birth date. Um, I just like you to look at that for life path. Actually, you've just told me my life path, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> What's I your birthday to one? It's, it's silly to do that. Okay, no, no. Let's see. There's got to be a one. What is your path? What's your name? What's your birthday? Yeah. Um, one twenty nineteen fifty nine. Okay. Um, I think my number's a nine. Yeah, you're a nine. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Which yeah. a nine life path means you go into really intense something rather than it's done and it's over. And you go into really intense something else and it's really big and it's done and it's over. And that's uh, that would be normal for your life path. It had to be that, a, yeah, a nine or a one. Always oh, starting. So, but you complete things, so it's okay. How do I handle uh, going back to my mother's family who I haven't seen for 20 years and they all call me Cynthia and they're so resistant to anything else? No, it's you that's resistant to not being called Cynthia. <laughs> it's your you, resistance you have to deal with, not theirs. Let them call you who, you, whatever they want. Be who, you, be who you are. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought, you know, it really doesn't matter what they call me. I know who I am. Exactly. And be okay. that presence and they'll begin seeing the shift and, and then say, you can call me. Sterling from now on. Or not. Yeah. Or not. It's okay. It, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Just don't call That's you late for dinner. Right. That's right. Okay, Sterling. Take care. Okay. You've been awesome, Dolly. I, I absolutely love your energy. I can just feel it uh, just just like pouring out. Yeah. I, She's incredible. a spark, I'm telling you. You're incredible. <laughs> Sterling, <laughs> thank you. you so much. Thank Bye-bye. You. Have a great day. Dolly, how does somebody get a hold of you? At 206 992 2074 or we my have, website. And the website is? www.dollymay.com. We have one open line. Grab it now. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. We're talking with Dolly May. Dolly May is an extraordinary counselor, visionary, psychic, all around good gal, a uh, intuitive counselor is what we would call you. Yes? That's what we would call me, a spiritual intuitive counselor. The acronym is SIC. With the most beautiful itty-bitty tarot cards that you work with. Yeah, aren't they fun? Yes, indeed. And Eric, who's on the line? We have got Jane in Marysville on the line. Hi, Jane in Marysville. What would you like to know? Um, I'm recently divorced after like 18 years. Hey, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I'm just kind of all alone, you know, type yeah. of thing. Just my family lives back east. And hey, congratulations. You don't have to deal with family <laughs> stuff good? and you're free. Okay, next. Yeah, I know. I don't like But you think back, it's yeah. a problem, but okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I just want to know what, you know, how my life, what is, what's supposed to happen? I mean, what's what going to happen when you grow up, Mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's what? the scary part. 
You uh-huh. have so many options and so many choices and so much freedom that you would like me to tell you which ones to do. <laughs> that would be nice. I don't think anybody could do that. Though. Well, the thing is, you get to. You get to realize that this is your time to shine, that you do not need to be in a relationship, that you do not have to have other. One of the issues was control in all of your relationships, and either you were attempting to control it or they were controlling you. So now you have the freedom. I would recommend you literally sit down, and I just told this to another lady, but for you it's imperative that you sit down and start focusing all that um, scattered um, free thinking into a list of things that are the possibilities for you because they're so out there, so numerous, so uh, so many choices that you are being overwhelmed by them and you feel like it's a burden. Yeah. And therefore, you kind of want to run to harbor. Mm-hmm. Should I go back and be with my family? Well, I'm all alone. Maybe I should be with a mate. And then somebody could tell me a direction or a focus or at least I'd have a thing to resist or a thing to go against so that I'd know what direction I should take and kind of like be channeled and directed. Stop yeah. it. You are free. You have choices. And it's time for you to say, you know what? I'm worth being able to do what I want. Life's going to be moving really fast for you. If you're not in a job, you're you're going to be... Oh, you're in a job, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you do management. What's your middle name? Susan. Oh, yeah. Manage- you also um, have an ability to, um, I'll say this straight out, channel. Mm-hmm. Um, here's spirit. Now, that may be um, working through you with automatic writing. It might be using tarot cards or a pendulum or um, just being able to hear things or psychometry where you pick things up and touch them and you know. Mm-hmm. But you, you have doorways to explore. All right? And, you have a, and it's, it's a very safe path for you because you, you know your limits. So you're, you're not like going out of bounds and crazy uh-huh. and cuckoo about it, okay? You have a big initiation in front of you, which means a big shift that you're going through. If you sit and be present with feeling being that's being alone and let it be okay feeling disconnected from other people and let it be okay stop judging all these things you're just used to the constant connection the constant responding to and you can let go this goes for many many of our listeners mm-hmm. that we get into these ruts of have tos and shoulds and You're not in that one anymore. You have a job that's very good. It totally serves your purpose. It gives you income and safety and security and has benefits, yada, yada, the whole (laughs) thing. Okay, so you got that part taken care of. Yeah. Now go do the freedom part and create in your life what you would prefer. Okay. And that's the hard part, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because the choices are so multitudinous. You go, what do I want to do? And you know what? It's time to play. Mm Mm-hmm. So go do it. Because there are two ways to look at that. There's so much pressure because there's so much that you got to do and there's you don't know what to do. Or I can do anything I want. That's right. <laughs> and I'm scared because there's so much to do. You know, pick one thing and go do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's your Thank turn. You. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Dolly, you're hot, hot, hot. That does open up a line, I do believe, but at 425-373-5527. Herrick, who's next? We've got Vicki and Boffel on the line. Hi. Hi. So what's your question, Vicki? Um, I've been dealing with uh, medical, legal, financial issues for Long several years time. now. Yeah. And I'm wondering when things might shift. And I feel like I need to give you my birth date. Okay. What is it? 112160. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. 
And I'm adding things up here. Nine and one. Your life path is a three, but it's a 21-3. Okay. And what's your middle name, Vicki? Lee, L-E-E. And how do you spell your first name? B-I-C-K-I. Okay. Most of your life, you've been playing a victim, victim role. And it's time for you to stop it because what you have been ignoring is the mastery that you have available to you in your life. You have incredible passion and incredible personal power, and you are actually letting it be drained away from you through dealing with all this legal kind of stuff, okay? Uh-huh. All, the, all the medical and the hassles and stuff. The, the issues that go on when you do that is that you must prove to the world and thus to yourself that you are a victim so that your rescuer, the courts, can take care of persecuting the bad guys so that you'll be made whole. What that leaves you with is a consciousness as a victim. This is not healthy, and this is leading you down a path that is not in your highest and best interest. Now, you think it is because it's going to be monetarily rewarding in the, in the end and all that kind of thing. But you're getting dragged into the whole thing. Settle. Be done with it. Get on with life. And how do I move out of the physical aspects of what I'm going through? Well, be with them instead of resisting them, for one. See, most times... We, we get into a situation where we say everything that's going on with us is so bad and, and it's awful and I have to fix it and I'm broken and I got to get better and I'm not good enough. And Vicki, you are. You are using all of this drama and trauma, all of this hustle and bustle to hide your own personal power because it scares you. So how do I bring the personal power forward and put this behind me? Start choosing differently. Your whole focus right now is all of this stuff and the victimhood thinking and consciousness and awareness. Okay, let it be there. Let let your champion, called an attorney, deal with it. Surrender the whole thing. Forget about it. Forget about its outcome. Forget about it. And tell the universe to take care of you. And get on with choosing what you'd prefer to have in your life. And be literally begin focusing on what you would like to have in your life. Like, how about joy? Uh-huh. So every half hour, focus on joy. Be in joy. Literally, for a couple of minutes, sit down with girlfriends and literally sit around and create a fantasy kind of a thing. This is very powerful when you do this. You sit around with friends and, and you be silly. And you say, you know what? I am so happy that um, I've just won the lotto. And I am so happy that um, we're all going to go play for the whole rest of the day. And um, we're going to go on the Ferris wheel. And we're going to be silly. And we're going to have fun. And then your girlfriends will say, well, you know, I'm, I'm really happy because I just um, decided to take the whole month off and I'm going to be I'm going to go play and besides that I'm really happy because there's this guy coming into my life that's really fantastic and he's just my dream person and and I'm happy because all my spiritual gifts are coming online whatever but you when you say things like that even though you're being silly your subconscious starts feeling it because you're in joy working with it uh-huh. and pretty soon you've got that magnetic energy out there and you start magnetizing that stuff to you Right. Because right now you're magnetizing gunk to you. So just shift your focus. That's all. Okay. And it's so easy. It seems so hard, but it's so easy at the same time. Or it can be. Yeah. It very much can be. It is an absolute conscious decision. It's like, I feel like every day, you know, I, I give it away and it's not my responsibility to deal with, you know, but then I feel like my feet are kind of stuck too. It's like, it's not 
you know, the Spirit's taking care of all of this that's happening around me. Well, and then I feel like, but why am I not moving? And maybe I'm not supposed to be moving yet. I don't and maybe that is it, because a lot of times we get so um, uh, confined and tamped down that it's um, it finally when we do break free, we have the energy to move us and impel us somewhere. Um, Vicki, my book is called Choosing Joy in the Midst of Crisis, and I think it's something that you might like to read. It is available in libraries. It's available online. It's available at Amazon. It's available at uh, Barnes & Nobles, and it's available on my website. And I think it's something that you would benefit from. And okay. many other people. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. Your time. For, you're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Now, isn't it possible? Because I hear that all the time. Is that I'm manifesting my ass off? Excuse the expression. And nothing is happening. Could it be that something is happening, but we're not recognizing it? Yes, and it also could be that um, there's everything is on, in its own divine time, and that we think that there's a timeline, and we think there's an outcome, and that's where we're headed towards. And when it's not happening fast enough, we get frustrated. And is it also possible that the outcome is already there? We're just not aware of it because we're in the process? We turned the spigot off. There you now, go. this isn't that it's our fault. No. It's that we moved into fear, and that's what turns the spigot off. And you need to move back out of fear into yes, joy. Yes, choice. That's why I say choose again. Choose what you want to focus on. Absolutely. We need to take a break, and we're going to come back right after this with more calls with Dolly May. Dolly, how can somebody get a hold of you again? 206-992-2074. We'll be right to back. Don't go away. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. We're with Dolly May. And Eric, we have someone on the line. Yes, we do. We've got Margaret in Seattle. Hi, Margaret. What's your question? Yes, I have. Actually, he's 13 now, a son that went uh, through a health crisis last year. And... Okay. And what was the health crisis, Margaret? It was an eating disorder. Okay. And What's his first I was name? Just wondering how I could help him deal with life. Okay. I understand, and this is really an emotional thing for you. What is his first name, Margaret? Well, he, um, Alex. He was named Alexander. He goes by Alex. Okay. His issue is mainly that he doesn't have a sense of self-worth. He doesn't have a sense, uh, almost like an identity, although you would think he would with a, a, a first name that begins with A because he has a sense of presence. He just doesn't exactly know who he is and feels like he needs to be defined by other people and by other people's opinions of how he looks, how he acts, how he talks. Is he extremely shy? Um, uh, somewhat, but not extremely. All right. What's his middle name? Zachary. A and Z, how interesting, uh, Alex and Zachary. Um, how you can help him with his eating disorder? Well, it, not with the eating disorder. He's, he's pretty much, we were very lucky. He's and, past um, that, yeah. He's pretty much through that, but just basically to help him deal with life, you know, as he gets older. Well, I will tell you one thing. When people have problems, others want to rush in and fix them. That reinforces a sense of victimhood consciousness. He's not broken. And he doesn't need to be fixed. But he does have a focus and a vision of himself as a problem. And that's the, the, the thing that needs to be turned around. So it's not like ignoring it, but it's kind of like if somebody were, uh, if you had a child that was missing his legs, 
you would not have to treat him differently than other people, and you would have expectation that he figured out how to be the same, how to get along and use his difficulty or assets to create the same life experience for himself as other people. It's going to be different. Everybody has challenges. Everybody has gifts. So how can you take his challenges, and I think you could sit with him, and I'm sure he's gone through counseling, and determine what exactly his challenges are, and then take those challenges and see how they can be applied as gifts. Okay. All right? Okay. So see him differently, in other words, and then help him see himself differently. Okay. All right? Alrighty. Is that all? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, well, thank you for calling. Thank and, you so much. And take thank care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Eric, let's go skip into the next caller. All right, let's talk to Catherine in Woodenville. Hi, Catherine in Woodenville. Hi, how are you? Great. What can we do for you? What's your question? Well, my question is this. Um, I have spent most of my life trying things on, like, say, two years doing a real estate agent job, two uh-huh. years being a bartender, relationships two years and each time at the end of it it's well that wasn't it good for you (laughs) i have a ton of experience well good for you it's all coming to play right now i own my own business i'm a a personal organizer right well do you think maybe all of those things were destined to help you get to where you are it's very very possible i just would like to feel now that i am on the right track and i still have that question hanging out there am i Oh, you mean, is this finally the thing I'll be successful and long-term in? Yes. You hate stuckness. (laughs) What? (laughs) You hate stuckness. You want to be free to move and do things differently. Just because you shift and change doesn't mean that you're flawed. We have this silly perception in our in our reality, our, our world, our Western culture that says, if you don't stick to a relationship, you don't have stick to You mm-hmm. can't make commitments. And we have all these bad metaphors for it, when in reality... You have the ability to choose freedom. You have the ability to make choices and rely on yourself to move based on decision that you make for you. That is an extraordinary gift, and you are an incredible example to everybody that you come into contact with. Although they don't understand you, and oftentimes you may be put down because of it, they say things like, well, you have so much potential. Why can't you just develop that? Why can't you just stay with that business? And you're going, because something else was more interesting. Exactly the truth. The, but, in fact, my mother has used those exact words. Well, that's why Dolly's here. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, one of the one of the things is is that secretly, a lot of these people are saying, you know, I really wish that I could do that. Exactly, and exactly. It's like when you become wealthy, and and I certainly have done that in my life. And when you become wealthy, you lose your friends because they think that you're being able to burst past the barrier of stuck in limbo land of money means that they have failed. Mm. And so they are, their stuckness, their self-limiting is thrown in their face and they want you to come back to that place of uh, stuckness with them. Because they're miserable. Why shouldn't you be? And it's scare You scare them. Although very interesting and true. Yeah. So, so don't worry about it. You get to do your life and, and they're dreaming about the life that you're doing. (laughs) That's, 
quite kind of a relief to hear it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Now, what do, you, what do you do with a name like Catherine Inez? Does that have any certain significance for me? Um, well, I would say you're highly intuitive, and that's one of the things where um, you you intuit the next kind of path that you want to be on. And it's like you do it from a feeling place because you're really open on an emotional level that way. Okay. And you're very creative. The issue that you would have is getting codependent in relationships and then stopping yeah. your life and doing everything for the mate. And when, then finally you go, wait a minute, what am I doing? I can't do this. This doesn't work for me anymore. And you get out of it. Good for you. Okay. And we got to take another call. Okay. We're running out of time. So thanks, thanks for Catherine. calling. And Eric, who's next? We're going to go ahead and talk to Berta, who's in her car, presumably on her cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Berta. Hi. Hi. What's your question? Um, I was wondering what my purpose is. To call this radio show whenever we want you to. Okay. What's your middle name? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Berta Lucille Parker. Okay, Lucille. Okay, Berta Lucille. Well, one of the things for you is to be in relationship because that's what you really like. Are you in relationship now? It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> My husband's in Kansas City. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so it's a long-distance kind of relationship. All right, what is your purpose in life? You know, many people ask this, and they ask, what am I supposed to be here for? How am I supposed to? And the real question is, how am I supposed to be of service to other people? And I know you don't want to hear this answer, and nobody really wants to hear it, but your purpose in this lifetime is to be a light in happiness and in being love. That is the highest thing you can ever do in your life, is to be in joy and be the expression of that, because... Very few people hold the space for joy. So you get to do that yourself. Now, you're going to have to start choosing that because you haven't been choosing that for yourself in a very long time. You think that your life's purpose is to do things for other people and to serve them, and it's not fulfilling to you, so you're going, well, something's missing, so I must not be on my life purpose. You haven't been paying attention to you. That's true. And that's what you get to do. You get to begin focusing on Berta. It is your turn because nobody's ever going to shine the light on you or make it your turn unless you do. So make sure that at least on a daily basis, you're doing something for yourself. Okay? It's like playing tag with yourself. You're it. How about my number? I'm 8256. 8-2-1956. Your life path is a four. So you stay at the the support level of yourself, the structuring level. You don't want to great make your life great big, huge thing. You want to keep it kind of confined and controllable and um, have a kind of a safe, easy, um, more simple, balanced life. You don't want to go crazy with power and control and all those kinds of things. So you're one of the core people that gets to support, be the base, not support the world, but be um, a, a support in it, an anchor in the world. Berta, thank you very much. And we've got to go. We're running out of time. And we're going to take our last caller of the day. Who is Eric? Carla and Redman. Hi, Carla. What's your question? Um, I just was wondering, about three years ago, I decided to make a concerted effort to follow my spiritual path uh-huh. and and to um, look introspectively and figure out what my purpose is and everything. And I've made a lot of effort and put a lot of stuff on the line to do this. And everything since then has blown up in my face. My entire life is falling apart. My health, my finances, my relationships, and 
I guess I'm feeling a little uh, frustrated and wondering if I haven't made a huge mistake. You did not make a huge mistake. It's just that as you started following your spiritual path, you realized that as you were shifting your own vibrations on your your journey of self-awareness, that those things that had been in your life were not in alignment with that vibration. And though you didn't have the guts to quit the job, the guts to quit the relationship, because you were kind of like willing to put blinders on and say, I I don't have to see that. Well, I don't have to see that. Well, I don't have to see that either. (laughs) Um, You finally moved your vibration to a place where you could see those things and said, it doesn't work anymore. So Carla, keep doing your path. And I would recommend meditations and prayer and those kinds of things for yourself. We're going to have to wrap up, so I'm going to have to say... Um, you might call me later and, and go to her book Choosing Joy in the Midst of Crisis We'll see you tomorrow Hey and thanks for listening to this episode All the way to the end Hey pretty cool Hey don't forget to follow us So you can receive regular updates And new posts And remember Take care of each other Because each other's all we've got See you next time A My Independence Report